What's up, guys? We're about to go live with another episode of Ask the Growth Guys Live. But before we do, I wanted to be sure and uh, remind everybody, if you haven't done so yet, go download the Clarity Report exercise at freeclarityreport.com and spend some time to go through that. It's at freeclarityreport.com. And we're going to get started with another episode live with John Kitchens and myself for another episode of Ask the Growth Guys. Welcome to the Growth Guys Podcast, presented by KinderReeseCoaching.com. This is the number one podcast for real estate agents who are serious about growing their business. Get the strategies and tactics to grow your business fast while building the lifestyle you dream of. Now, sit back, buckle up, and get ready, because we're about to get real. The Growth Guys Podcast starts right now. What's up, John? What's up? What are you doing tonight, man? How are you doing? Doing good. That was a nice little intro there. Yeah, yeah, nice little intro, man. Changing things up a little bit. So uh, we're here with another episode of Ask the Growth Guys. Usually, um, what do we do? We kind of talk about what's going on during the week in these uh, in these calls and just kind of freestyle and have an open forum conversation. That's probably how I would describe it, wouldn't you, John? Yeah, usually, usually the best way, especially the, the these evening episodes. You know, you know, little uh, little beverage. You know, just hanging out. Yeah. Just figure out. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Interesting times. That's uh. Interesting times. Sure. Yep. Um, I want to remind everybody again before we get started here. A, a lot of the conversations I've had this week, I know as a team. A lot of the conversations we've had have been with people who recently downloaded the Clarity Report exercise, which you and I were talking kitchens. I mean, we've had for how long? Twelve years. Twelve years, and uh, and it still is just as relevant, if not more so, honestly, because there's more chaos probably now and more distractions. So be sure, and you see that banner at the top right here, go to freeclarityreport.com and spend a little bit of time with the thoughtful and mindful approach and fill that uh, fill that out. I remember Al Stasek, we were talking about it at a team meeting on Monday Kitchens, and I remember uh, you were talking about, man, people would come up to me and say, I filled out my clarity report. And I remember an agent, the CEO last year, I remember Al, he had it in his backpack. He had it printed out, his original one from like, you know, eight years before or whatever. He still, he still carried around. Everywhere carries it everywhere with them. That's how powerful of a document it is. And I mean, from a, you know, a timeless standpoint, it, it's so, man, it's so, so powerful. And, uh, you know, it's going to give, it's going to give folks a lot of what they need right now. Right. You know, a lot of, a lot of agents are out there, they're lost and they mm-hmm. need, they need a little guidance and they need a little direction. And that report is, uh, is just the tool that will, um, allow you to kind of get the chaos out of your head and onto a onto this document that'll allow you to kind of get your thoughts in order and, and, and help you the creative juices thinking again, right? In that report there's three there's three steps. Kind of kind of a turning point, a clarity a clarity focus and then, you know, right into the third part, which is strategic plan. And and that's really what we've got to have, right? You know, uh, there was a great study inside of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, where 
talks about the probability of success is like it's it's not even close from you know people that achieve things achieve great things or just achieve anything in general and those that have clarity in a plan like exponentially exceed those that maybe just have a little clarity or those that maybe have a little bit of plan but when they put it together um is where the magic is and, and so that you know this mm -hmm. document will do, do that for you guys um and give you give you that known direction which will then allow allow us to get aligned right and it, it'll even do some of that because that third part the, the you know the, the planning phase is where that alignment comes in mm. so you know if we look at hey there, there's these four four things that we need to be really aware of as we're you know for some relaunching their 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 business um you know some states have been <laughs> um absurd compared to others and and so uh, they had a call today with, uh, with with our clients in uh, in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and they took it. Uh, they took the governor to um, what is it, Supreme Court or whatever, and they overturned it. Said that the governor was I, over overreaching yeah. boundaries. See that? I saw that on the news, man. I saw that on the news. Yeah, they forced the right to open up and. And I saw that guy in the gym, you know, the, the, the guy who had the gym, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, yesterday, you know, he said, uh, I'm opening, man, I'm opening, I'm going broke, and uh, I'm open. I don't see the fairness in a big box store who has more people, and in some cases, providing the same product and service that they can open there, and I can put in more controllable safety measures in a smaller yeah. Um, own business, but I can't open. And the guy said, I'm going to open. And he had a bunch of supporters. And then, uh, you know, the, the police came and, you know, they are breaking the, the, the order there, but, uh, you know, it was a, it was a peaceful resolution, but still, yeah, I get the frustration. I get the frustration. It's, yeah, man. you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not that drastic, but I mean, we're even, you know, it's like even our, our damn HOA won't even open the damn pool, you know, 90 degrees outside. I, I love Those are first world cool. problems. Those are first world problems. <laughs> first world problems, man. You talking about? They're gonna riot. They're gonna pick it. They're gonna pick it. The HOA office is what they're gonna do. Is what they say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, but you know what? Despite that, I, I, I looked at the national averages for April. Um, just across, um, you know, nationally the other day, I posted it on Facebook, but. And I, I can't remember exactly, but I believe it was um, something along the lines. I believe it was um, the inventory was actually 17% less than this time last year. Uh, homes sold on average 60 days in April compared to 64 days in April last year. Uh, yep. You know, and the fact was uh, that there's still some, you know, still business happening on a national level. If you're in that one pocket, obviously, you know, it's different, but on a national level. Sure. You know, average, you know, home price was up. Uh, the the average value was up. So. Yeah, every market's different, man. You got to know. You got to know what those statistics are. It's good to have that that average because usually that's what most people consume. You know, buyers or sellers. That's what they're hearing, right? They're hearing certain things, and you gotta you gotta hit them on on the national level. Then you can bring them into the local the local level. I um, talked to. Uh, I talked to uh, um, Eric. I'm up in Buffalo, New York today, 
And uh, I was talking uh, to him for a while, and we talked about some of those stats, and I said, you know, the average was uh, 60 days. And we, we were really talking about how, you know, if we want to really take control and create a predictable revenue stream, it'd be easier or ideal if we could work with sellers, right? Because I know at least when, um, if we make an agreement to list your home, and I know that, you know, the average is 60 days, then at least I can predict that things, if things go accordingly, then I can see getting paid in, and his closings were 60 days there. So there's a 120 day turnaround for him to get paid. And assuming that it takes on average 60 days to close, and it's a 60 day closing, so it's a 120 day turnaround. And I was saying, you know, the average 60 days, so you're about 100. And I said, what is your average? And he said like 57, you know, 57 in his neck of the woods, but 120 day turnaround. So think about that, 120 day turnaround. And he's wanting to get to, uh, you know, the plans to get to 30 to 35, 25 to 30 transactions by the end of the year. He's at eight right now. So it comes down to getting, you know, 10 new clients a month. And then we talk about the fact that, you know, those are a four-month turnaround from the day you take them maybe and go. So it's, it shines a light on um, what you really need to be prepared to do, right? And, and not just saying, hey, I'm going to go from here to there. Well, dang it, when I put pen to paper, man, that's going to be tough when we take all that into account. Yeah, what are all the ways when we start to figure that out? And then you say, well, am I talking about revenue or am I talking about new clients? You know, am I willing to accept that some of that, the, the, the financial uh, benefit would roll into, you know, the next year? Or were we just talking about clients or do we want to set like a earned, you know, income for 2020 goal? It would be a little bit different, right? It would yeah. cause you to, it would cause you to ask that question. If I said I wanted to hit an income goal and it was going to take, you know, although something that didn't seem right, then we'd have to say, well, what if we, you know, got a higher, um, higher home value or something and work with less clients. What is that? Would that be a way? So we talked about all that stuff, man, but, but the stats came up and ironically, even where he's at, they weren't too far off from, uh, you know, from where he was at. That's crazy. Yeah. Super crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, you even take it a step further, you get in certain pockets of price points in markets, right? You know, we could be, we could be in a price point to where like, inventory or our days on market is, is double that or yeah. you get into a price point where it's like half of that. Sure. So you just got to you know and, and two, you know, know, know where you want to play, right? Know, know where the, know where the business is happening know where the opportunity is and knowing that market, you're, we're able to be a little more strategic instead of a shotgun. It's more of a, you know, the rifle precision sniper shot. Hit that sniper hit, shot. Hit that sniper Man, oh man, here we are, brother, middle of May. Jeez. Um, time's flying. You know, I had, um, man, I was talking with uh, Kinder last night, and we got on the, uh, the topic of mindset. Mm. And, um, you know, he, uh, you know, Chase, uh, what is it, uh, who has the, the eyes down, heads up? Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Chase. Chase. Is that Chase Rice? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So um, Chase Rice has the head down, eyes up. You know, he was the collegiate athlete or whatever got hurt. And that was just kind of their 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 mm -hmm. mental mantra, if you will, right? And, you know, for those of you guys listening, ours is always you know the honey back mindset. 
honey badger mentality. And so uh, we came up with uh, HBNQ, you know, honey badger never quits. And um, I think that that really, um, that's really where, where it all needs to start for all of us, right? And especially those of you guys struggling in, in, um, in markets that are reopening. I mean, I know Michigan was real tough. Um, my man, our man Puzz, um, the, uh, the Republic of the East Coast of California, otherwise known as, uh, formerly known as Nevada. Reno. Is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, so because of all the things that they're about to change in, in Nevada, and it's like, they're going to kill it. He's like, I'm about to move to Texas. I'm like, come on. I said, come on. But um, what he was talking about was um, – the uh, I lost it, man. I lost what I was gonna say about. I was thinking about puzz and and the uh, side. People, the, the market being oh, being impacted by the changes. It's it's dramatic, man. You know yeah. their uh, sales are fifty percent off of where they were this time last year. Yeah. Um, but there there are there are there are things happening, right? And so you know he's. He's calling absentee owners, and he, he listed two properties this week over the phone, calling absentee owners. They're like, shit, yeah, man, I'm glad you called. Let's get that thing on the market. I need it gone. So, you know, there's opportunities out there. I think it's I and think so it's for, for people that are for people that are uh, listening, uh, Kitchens, who don't know, so um, where would be my best source? If I wanted to start calling those tomorrow, what would I need to do? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of really good data providers that, that have it. I mean, you know, we always default and start with Red X, right? We tried them all. I mean, we rode Land Voice. We rode some other stuff that we ended up branding expert advisor data. I mean, like, we, we've done all kinds of different data stuff. And I don't, I don't think it's as important to get completely married to, to that particular data source. If, if, it's not, if it's not performing, go keep looking. Um, you know, yeah, what I, I, I would add on to that is just uh, you know have have some have some data, right? Otherwise, you can you move forever, right? But if if you have some data, um, and I can say, all right, well, I called for you know 60 days, preferably probably 90 days through this data source, and here's what my contact rate was, here's the percentage of number of data that's bad, here's my conversion rate to appointments to nurtures, and uh, you know let me go try it over here and. I can at least compare and I have some data to determine which one's better than the other. Right? I think I see a lot of people that don't, they don't maintain the data and they just go um, and, and change, whether it's a lead gen, a CRM. It's just like today if I don't like it or, or you know, for a million different reasons, I might make a change, but none of them are based on data. It's, uh, you know, it could be just as simple as the salesperson they end up talking to, and now they're changing, you know, and, and they never have any benchmarks to really determine if it's a good return on investment. And you just end up, I think, chasing your tail. Sure. I had, so I think Red X will, you know, get their Onyx data, call them and get their Onyx data. And they'll do, I think it's a three month, I think it's like 300 bucks, 100 bucks a month or something like that, whatever it is. And I, it's a good test cycle. I mean, you know, you, you're, Need to deep into this a lot more. I mean, you could really speak well to this um, as it as it pertains to uh, the data. 
and yeah, you know, give it yeah. a cycle and compare compare against it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, Red X, Land Voice. Um, you know, what are what are some other ones out there, right? You know, GTS. You know, Google that stuff. And um, you know, probate probate leads. You know, you know, real estate leads, contact data information. And um, those are those are a couple of good ones. Any any of the other data sources kind of ringing a bell? Um, I mean, that's Remind is another one that I know a lot of people are using now that allows you to get in and uh, filter the data based on uh, certain data points. And I, I personally don't know if uh, if absentee absentee owner is a status or or a criteria in there that you can filter by, you know, or or out of state owner or something, but you know, I do know that there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of data points that you can filter by. So it wouldn't surprise me if there if there was. But yeah, man. For I mean, I think at the end of the day, so you know, that's a it's a data source, right? And so if, if you don't have expireds or you don't have a big database, but you're willing to get on the phone and prospect and and do that work, then you know, absentee owners could be an avenue for you, and you can get them from you know. If you have Red X, you might have them already, and you just didn't know, and you just ain't calling them. Like right. it's, you know, they they get overlooked, right? In a, you know, you know, you're in a in a good time. Maybe you're just calling expireds, and you're busier, and you never thought to to call those. So for sure, um, I talked to Eric up up there um, in Buffalo, New York, and I said he just signed up for Land Voice, and we were trying to get a, an estimation on like what he could expect for lead flow, you know, on a daily basis. And because um, he asked me if he if he had, should have a dialer. It's a great question. Great question. As you're uh, getting a uh, mm. drink of your tasty water there, I'm sure. Yeah, that is just tasty water. Um, yeah. So he, so he asked me about the dialer, and you know it's a complicated question. Um, so I gave it some context. I mean, at the end of the day, most people would probably say yes. You know, but um, it is a cost that you incur. And before you say that, I go, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Let me ask you a couple questions. So you just signed up for um, Land Voice. Did they? Did you get any backlog of data? Like, did they allow you to add on all the expires or something from the? And then he said no. So basically, we just started from the time that we we started. I said, okay. So how many, you know, leads did you get um, since you've been in? Like per day on average, if you added up. The expired cancels for sale by owners and so on. What would you say that you're going to get on a day-to-day -day basis in your market service area that you can service and so on? And it ended up being like 15, um, and eight or so uh, of them um, were like for sale by owners, right? And so then I, he talked about how he had called a couple of those for sale by owners, which I mean I think right now, I mean that you know if somebody's willing to try to sell it on their own right now, there is something more than just it, it's so great. That I think we can sell it on our own, <laughs> right? That's yeah. I don't, you yeah. know, there's something else going on there. And so he he got an appointment um, and sent me a message a little bit earlier about it. He wants to do some role playing and stuff, taking it serious. But yeah, but it was about 15 leads. And so then we're like, well, you know, I mean, uh, the land voice probably has a single line dialer. We were talking about that, you know, or you can hand dial them. So if we were talking about 15 leads, you'd be easy to say, oh man, I can just hand dial these. No, I don't need no, nothing, right? 15 leads. But then we got to say, well, hold on a second. They're probably each going to have three to four telephone numbers also. And so what we're, what we could be talking about really is a hundred, you know, 200 leads. 
Now you're talking about, damn, that's not just, you know, 45 minutes or something dialing 15 leads like you told yourself. It's, you know, that's 200 numbers maybe. It could take you a minute. And so then you're like, well, all right, now I can definitely see where the dialer would make sense. And then think about six months down the road when you've got 1,200 leads in there um, and you want to call those 90-day, six-month-old and you want to get the cream off the top, you want the low-hanging fruit, and I need to spend that time that I'm on earlobe to earlobe, as I had somebody that used to tell me back in the day, earlobe to earlobe, Jeff, that's when you're making money. Anything else is preparing to work. That's what he said. Pass the ketchup. Pass the ketchup. And I never knew what the hell he was saying. I never made sense. He's like, pass the ketchup. Finally, I was like, what the hell does that mean? He's like, you just put ketchup on anything and it tastes good. He was saying, pass the ketchup. <laughs> so, uh, so he was saying, but ain't that the truth, right? And so I'm trying to, dude, if I, could just, if I could just get connected with live people and talk all day, I mean, just imagine the zone that you'd be in. It's the drag of, I talked to somebody 45 minutes ago, and now it's like, oh, and then somebody gets back on the phone, and you got to be all up and up, and so that's, you know, you got to be aware that's what you have to do, but if you get the dialer, then the dialer screens out, you know, a lot of those no answers, and those disconnects and stuff, so it puts me in a better chance to actually have conversations. So, you know, that's when you have a large data set, then that's, that's where it's beneficial. You know, what we ultimately decided on is that uh, the single line dialer that is inside of uh, Landvoice probably get him by for now. And uh, he needs to get his script down and his process. And he said, well, what about I haven't gotten my placemat? You know, I haven't gotten my placemat back, or I haven't yet. And I got this appointment. And so what should I do as far as going through, you know, my value proposition, my listing presentation? And I said, well, you don't need the placemat, dude. <laughs> so, and and he, he had he actually printed out his entire, um, he printed out, he printed out, he said, yeah, I sent it off to uh, Kinko's, and, I, and he printed off this expert advisor workbook, guys. He printed this off. And um, so he has the listing presentation script and everything. And I said, man, you know, just, just go through that short version of the script and there's no reason why you need to prop. I mean, basically at some point you're going to say, you know, John, I'm sure you didn't know that most of the homes that are listed, matter of fact, you know, over 50% don't sell. Were you aware of that? You know, and you probably weren't aware that most agents, how many homes do you think most agents sell per year? You know, yeah. and, and, and well, you know, actually it's six to seven. And you know what's even worse is that based on studies, um, most agents don't even provide the minimum required state disclosure documents. you got to ask if they don't do that, you know, what's it going to be like when they're negotiating on your behalf, right? And so what we did is we created a proven and repeatable system with 115 different variables to help you get your home sold and for the most money, and we broke that down into seven laws. And I'd like to go over those with you a little bit here. I don't need to go over all of them with you, but I'd like to go over a few. You know, the first thing that we focus on is, you know, the law of exposure. And what we focus on there, and boom, 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 knock out three, and then go. And I said, man, if you can do that without the placemat, I said, here's the fact, here's the thing, Eric, is that most people, this is the handicap. They never learn the script. I haven't done that presentation, and I can't tell you how long, and they can't even get through what I just went through, right? And right. the problem is is that they're holding this, and they're just using this as a prop, and they're kind of just freestyling every time using this. They don't actually know ever internalize the script. Imagine if you didn't have that, and you could deliver it because you knew the content. Then when you have this, 
Oh my God, it's it's fire, right? You're you're like you're not even looking at this, and they're like, man, he knows his stuff so good. He's pointing, and he don't even need to look, and it's just smooth. And so I told him, I said, I said I would represent, I would take a look, I would look at it as an opportunity for you to go and nail it without that placemat, and it'll force you to internalize the script, understand the content, and the path that you're trying to take. And uh, and then when you get to the placemat, it'll be it'll be great. And I just think that was you know lesson that's uh, good for everybody. You know what I mean? You have that placemat. There's people that could come now. Went to boot camp last year, and they come. And I'm not calling anybody out or anything. I mean, I I get it. But they come and and this you know a year later, doing what I just did, just kind of pointing to that thing and not it just and it's working and it's working right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, Anyhow, get on my tangent there. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. man that's uh, awesome. Yeah, definitely, I would definitely say um, say that. But um, I know what I was going to say earlier. It's about, it's about that, uh, that mindset, right? Having that uh, unbeatable mindset. And that's where it, that's where it really has to start for us. And uh, Man, uh, good confirmation last night. It's like the the Jordan deal. I was watching that last dance. Oh, it was actually, I'm sorry, it was Fox News. I was watching Fox News, and they had Jeff Hornacek on, and they were asking him about uh, Garden Jordan and uh, and what it was like and stuff. And he said, "Man, you, you ever heard the term? You know, you either love to win or you hate to lose. And Jordan hated to lose." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that says something. You know what I mean? Do you, uh, you know, do you hate, do, do you love to win or do you hate to lose, man? I love that. I'll tell you another one, man. This is in a book. I have, a, I'm looking at my, I have this, you know, this planner thing here. And every time I have like these things, um, usually if I'm running, I'll listen to those audio books. And if, uh, and if I hear something, I'll yell at my phone. Okay, Google, take note. <laughs> and I'll try to get it to take a note to remind me. Um, but listen to this one, dude. This was this was Winston Churchill, and it just made me think, man. He's like, it, it, basically, it was um, Winston Churchill said that we're all really just worms, right? At the end of the day, we're all really just worms. But I like to think of myself as a glow worm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> And I wish I could remember the context because you know I would just write down this thing and I expect it. Well, I'm going to write that down, and then when I go back, it'll trigger. I'll... Yeah, that's awesome. Good boy, um, how were you thinking? Oh man, what an interesting character. He's definitely one of the ones to pay attention to and study. You know, from a history standpoint. One of the great leaders of our time. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, people are getting rocking, man. You know, I, you know, I've seen. What has somebody tell me today? Man, it feels like feels like spring. Like it's starting to become the spring market, right? It's really starting to feel feel that way. So we've talked about it. You know, the, we feel like the seasonality of the market has shifted just just maybe 60 days, maybe 90 days, maybe a little bit longer in your Nevadas and your Michigans and your, your PAs and, and um, 
in your Wisconsin's, you know what I mean? And so, like for us here, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I mean, this is norm for us, but but getting out, dude, you know, I mean, like homes are still being built. Um, for cell signs still in the yards. More more for cell signs keep going in. Um, man, I got you know, four. I got four homes in uh, in our neighborhood here in the last 30 days that have uh, put their, put signs in the yard. Well, yeah, man, it's um, deals are happening, and that's that that's that honey badger mentality, man. It's uh, deals deals are happening. It doesn't matter what's going on in the marketplace, and it might as well be us doing the deals. And that's just kind of the the mindset that you know we've you know, have really embraced and adopted with our teams over the years. And, you know, we kind of pour that into our clients. We pour that into the people that we work with, people we talk to. Um, it's all about, you know, it doesn't matter. Go back and look at history. It doesn't matter. Whatever's going on in the market, deals happen, right? And so might as well be us doing it. And that's just that type of mindset and mentality. And then you got to do the work to get them. Right. I mean, that, you can't just uh, you can't just tell yourself, you know, that. Right. You can't. Uh, you got to then go do the work like you still have to put forth some effort. Maybe twice as much, maybe twice as much. For sure. Absolutely. Twice as much to get the same result. Or something different, you know, or, or something different, maybe where you can, uh, you know, increase your leverage or. Uh, you know, get creative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, you, you, you talked about it, and we talked about it. You know, what's what's the story? What's the conversation going on in your potential client's head? And, you know, how you, how you position it is, you know, how can you join that conversation? What are you doing yeah. to join that conversation? Uh, Eric and I, we looked at his page. He has this landing page that uh, – Today, that's why I keep talking about it. This was like four hours ago. <clears throat> but he uh, has this landing page, and he's trying to feature his uh, virtual insider program. And so that's his naming convention, right? And he's got his virtual insider program. Um, and basically, you know, for buyers, they'll select the homes. He goes and walks the home with a specialized, you know, his 3D camera, and, and then... Uh, provides that virtual tour to, to them. And then he lined out some of the other advantages. I can't remember exactly what they were, but we talked about that, you know, and that's how he's going to try to, to add maybe a unique, you know, value proposition to the marketplace there. And then we talked about, you know, on one hand, the page didn't have any copy or anything. And so it was just a video, you know, kind of. And so we talked about how important it is, you know, to have some copy in there. You got to sell the watch, right? I got to sell the idea to watch the video um in the first place like some and some people are, would just rather skim some text and not watch a video and so on right provide everything for for different uh consumption and so we talked about the copy and then we talked about you know you know me and these bullet points um again so i was like you gotta have some bullet points gotta have some bullet points and then um and i said well, we really got centered around was it's not the things it's not the things and so you know it's not the oh we came up with a couple things like as we were just freestyling, we were just brainstorming, and we had stuff like, you know, what's the problem? What, what, what is that conversation? And so if I'm looking to buy a home, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go, like, 
be going in and out of all these homes and stuff. And so, you know, what if you could look at five homes in less time than it took you to look at one? Or how to look at 10 properties from the comfort of your leather sofa? Or how to um, submit a contract in the time it takes to brew a cup of coffee? Or that's one I just made up, actually. We didn't make that one up earlier this afternoon. But, you know, and we, and we were just thinking of, you know, those might be some of the things. Or, you know, how to reduce risk and increase bargain, um, you know, whatever it might be. So we're spitballing those things. And, and that's the, I would go through that exercise. If I was working with anybody, like, that's what we would do, right? Just let's, let's throw it up on the board, man, and, and then take a look and see what's what. But um, then we uh, started talking about those bullet points. And, again, it's not the things. So, you know, it's not the, the, the 3D camera. It's the ability to see the home like I was there. It's not the glove. It's, it's not the, you know, um, technology. It's the convenience, you know. So it's not the things. It's the, it's the experience or the outcome or the transformation, like we often say. And, I mean, I even have to catch myself, and, and I'm guilty of doing sometimes you you focus on the thing, the object, right? Um, yeah. It's not it's not the four walls. It's the future of my family. It's you know not the backyard. It's the summer with twenty friends. You know, and and that's what we have. Like that should be the bullet points, not yeah. you know the technical jargon. It's the destination, not the airplane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Less Love that. Less detail, more people. Love that. We're selling, the desk. we're selling the beach. We ain't worried about what being an airplane we're gonna take to get there, right? Like, like, and, and I think, and I'm the same way, right? I'll get into the details of the airplane instead of, you know, selling the destination. Selling Imagine when you're on the beach with that pina colada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In 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 the in in St. Thomas in St. Thomas. <laughs> chapters 1 through 11, really only about an hour or so of, uh, of actual listening time, I think only 45 minutes or so through that chapter 1 through 11. 
And then we have a crew book debrief form, kind of like an old school book report. Those of you that went to school, <laughs> and and, uh, and um, oh man, that reminds me. Uh, anyhow, I don't want to get off on that. So I got this crew book debrief, and uh, so you fill it out. And uh, we want to get everybody who's in Kinder Reese University, who's of the growth mindset, who likes to read the audibles. Uh, we'd love to get you guys in on it. Now this first book. It's like on the DL, um, I have the MP3, so uh, if you know you want to be part of the club, I can send you the MP3 on this one. Um, you know, In the future, we're going to do something else with it. But So if you're interested in joining the book club and, and getting on a live call with the, all the people that are doing it and taking uh, a moment to share our takeaways and lessons learned, just put book club. You know, Just let me know in the comments when you're watching this, now or anytime, tomorrow, next week, whatever. Um, yeah, book club, and we'll get in on it. We'll get in on it. So in talking about that, you know, we're doing it with our team. And so there's a lesson in accountability. You know, like, um, you know, we had not everybody was prepared on uh, on Monday when we were supposed to share our our takeaways and lessons learned. Um, you know, and so I take as much responsibility as anybody else. I really should take all the responsibility for whoever is not ready um, right uh, there. What could I have done to ensure that they were ready? You know, I could have called the night before or could have checked the night before or something. But anyhow, um, but some of the things from this book, it's such a great book. And matter of fact, anybody who's in, in EXP probably heard about it because Brian Carruthers, I believe, recommends it. Um, but the wordings and so it's stuff we were just talking about selling the transformation and destination, not the airplane. And it's this magic words in this book that you learn that you'll start using like a game. And one of those is imagine if, imagine if, you know, imagine if you were to move into this home, what it would be like six months from now hanging out in that pool. Imagine if your kids could bring their friends over and they could be upstairs in the loft while you're over watching TV in a nice secluded area where you don't have to hear them yelling. I mean, imagine if you had room for those four cars and you didn't have to have one outside worried about the next hailstorm that's coming through Rowlett. I mean, whatever, you know, but imagine if. It's a great one. I just wanted to share that. Imagine if you were able to sell your home without anybody ever coming through. What if, oh. Imagine if we were, you know, imagine if we were able to keep you, you know, multiple cash offers on your home without having to even put your home on the market. Imagine if, right? I mean, that's, that's gold. That book is that book's amazing. I have I I, I I told you I said I have that blog post that you were talking about in one of my browsers, and whenever I'm talking to people, I'll just I'll just pull it up. Um, I'll just open it up, right? And it's um, exactly what to say by Phil M. Jones. And there's uh, blog.12men.com, m-i-n.com, and it, it breaks it all down, but it has it has the 23 things. I'm not sure if this is for you, but you yeah, know, are you that's open? number one. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what do you know? You know, how, how would you feel? Just imagine, imagine this. Yeah. Um, but it would be a good time. I'm guessing you haven't gotten around soon, right? That's you know, Man, in, that in one is so good. That that yeah. one is so good. We got to talk about that one. So you know, um, back in the day, when when I worked in the investment world, we'd send a prospectus out, and so I'd have this package that the person up front would send out with all the investment material that you're going to go over. And matter of fact, I just found one the other day. Um, oh man, look look, here's one right here. This shit's crazy. And I said, man, I'm going to keep this out. So this was from uh, 
I don't know, the company's probably out of business now, but <laughs> this is, so see, this is joint venture, right, 1A, and so they get this along with some green subscription documents. I mean, I'm talking about, and then, you know, I'd say, I'd say, hey, grab that package. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, hey, John, did you get the package, uh, whatever. I would say, hey, John, it's Jeff. Uh, I noticed FedEx came by a little bit earlier. Why don't you go ahead and grab that package? I'll hold. Because we would we would track it via FedEx, and so I know it was dropped off before I called the guy. And so I don't say, did you get the package or whatever, first off. And then we'd go through it, you know, and let's say ultimately when I go through this and I get to the end and I whatever, try to close them and everything, and let's say he says he wants some time to think about it, why don't I give him a call back in a couple of days or something. What what I did and everybody does until you learn different is you call him back and you say, hey, John, I just wanted to follow up with you. Did you get a chance to look over that a little bit more? Nope, yeah. I sure didn't. <laughs> right? And, yeah. and so imagine, I know this has happened to people that are calling their database, is you call that person back that you talked to three months ago about selling their home, and you're like, hey, John, it's Jeff with eXp Realty, and I just wanted to touch base with you. Have you thought any more about selling your home? You know what I mean? They told you that what, and so, you know, of course they had, and so what were those words that you have right there? Um, I'm, you guessing probably haven't, gotten, I'm guessing you haven't gotten around to. So what if, well, you just changed that. Hey, John, I talked to you a couple months ago about selling your home. I'm guessing you probably haven't put any more thought into it, have you? I mean, uh, it changes, it changes the whole, it changes the whole deal. Yeah. And then yeah. I just shut up and he and let him talk, you know, and let them talk, let him or her talk. I did that with somebody about coming over to EXP, and I said they asked that exact phrase. Hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm guessing you guys haven't got around to, you know, making a making a decision. I'm glad, I'm, I, you know, I'm just guessing you guys haven't got around to watching that video yet. Yeah, whatever they told you they were going to do, they didn't, they didn't do. So it's useless to say, hey, yeah. did you do that? Because, because. You know, when you, when you put the accountability, you know, and they're like, hey, I'm going to watch it and I'll give you a call back, right? And you call them because they haven't called you, called you back. They said they were going to call you at, you know, end of the day on, on Tuesday. You call them Wednesday morning. Hey, I'm just guessing you guys haven't gotten around to watching that video yet. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if anybody uses that, it, it should make your calls feel so much more comfortable, I think, you know. Like, I get it all the time. Like, what do you say when you're calling to follow up? You know, because you don't want to sound like a broken record constantly being like, hey, you ready yet? You ready yet? You ready yet? So I think that's a great one. And along those lines, what I always recommend is you set up some Google alerts um, on keywords that are in the neighborhood or in the area. And I'm always scanning those every day during my email time or whatever. And I'm finding juice that I could use that day on the phone. You know, the other day I scanned, I have Google Alerts set up. I looked at them and I saw the thing with the national statistics for April. I said, bam, let me scan that real quick. Boom, that's some juice I can use today if I'm talking to anybody. You know, tomorrow there'll be something new in my folder. I go, boom, that's today's juice. If I talk to anybody, I'm going to use that juice today. Hey, John, I talked to you a little while back. By the way, I don't know if you know this. I saw this article today that mentioned X, Y, and Z about the market, and I was shocked because you'd think with everything going on that there probably weren't any homes selling. I'm sure you probably haven't given any thought to selling your home have you <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh you know a couple of these can be stacked together too right you know somebody you know you know not to sign something go do something with you know somebody else like 18 and 19 right hey before you make up your mind if i were you right 
hey, before you make up your mind moving over to that brokerage, if I could get, if I could get us on a call with one, you know, arguably one of the, the biggest influencers that uh, was responsible for the exponential growth of this organization, would you jump on that call with us? Great, let me get it set up, right? And and so you can kind of start to stack these these magical words mm -hmm. um, uh, together. So it's fantastic. I you know I can't uh, can't rec I, I'm glad I'm glad you pulled the trigger on this one early early in the. I knew it would. Point. I just knew it would be a good one to start with, and it's and it's pretty quick. I told you the other day I listened to the whole damn thing on on uh, you know run. I think the whole book only takes like an hour and forty five yeah. minutes. Oh, I breezed through it on like a commute one time, listening to it, and then um, yeah, then then I just have the blog, you know, the exact what to say PDF summary up at all times. Yeah, now I see it here. It was last week on Friday. I got some notes from uh, yeah, and then uh, and then the three choices. I just loved the three choices one. Yeah. By the way, um, the the one you just said. Uh, I was going to say, you know, that's just like um, for for sale by owners. Part of our for sale by owners script that you can get inside of Kinder Reese University is the, uh, you know, if I could show you a way to net the same amount of money even working with us rather than selling it on your own, would you be open to talking about that? Right. Uh, that's right out of our, our for sale by owners script. It uses that same framework. And then the the three choices. You know what I mean? So I mean, think just think about it, an expired like, and I'm just making this up as I go here. But but imagine an expired. So based on what you've told me, it seems like you have three choices. You know, and one of which you already said you don't want, which is to continue to stay in the home. You can choose to work with the same agent again and likely get the same result, or you can sit down with me and see what we might be able to do to get the outcome that you want this time. What sounds easier? Right, yeah. and that's the that's the three choices. What's easier? Three choices. What's easier? So it seems like there's three choices: X, Y, and Z. And Z is always you, right? So you know, there's three choices. You can not sell the home. You can, you know, you can. There's three choices. It seems like to me, you can try to sell the home on your own. You can run the risk of working with an inexperienced agent. Or you can work with someone who's been trained in 115 different variables to manage the process. What sounds easier? Yeah. What's going to be easier for you? But it takes yeah. some intention, you know. It takes some. Uh, it takes some intent and some thought, you know, and some uh, and some mindfulness to come up with those things, and you know, take that stillness time and come up with a couple and write them down and use them you know what I mean I think what most people that's the piece that that's the piece that that lacks for most people is they get it everybody gets fired like oh man but but you don't sit and come up with one on your own and then go use it and then come back and make some tweaks and some edits and then you know think of another one tomorrow and, and really devote the mental space to improve that skill because it's not respect like you know think about it. it's probably because Nobody likes scripts. They don't want to be scripted. Nobody wants to be a salesperson. Blah, blah. So it's like if I spend some time practicing my scripts and shit, I'm like a greasy salesperson or something. And so therefore, you know, ah, oh, don't you won't catch me making cold calls. You won't catch me reading a script or studying a script or recording myself into the phone or pitching myself in front of a mirror. You won't catch me doing any of that stupid crazy stuff. So how are you going to feel when your competition passes you? 
Man, they got better leads than I do, bro. They got better leads than I do. <laughs> they have better leads. They that guy has a bigger sphere than me. They have more money for marketing. Well, maybe this would be a good time for you to go look at doing something else. I, I was born to sell real estate. <laughs> well, I'm just guessing you haven't got to invest in yourself. <laughs> podcast be sure to subscribe on itunes soundcloud stitcher or wherever you get your podcast fix to get new fresh weekly episodes for more please visit us on instagram twitter and facebook or visit our website at growthguys.com catch you next time on the growth guys podcast <laughs>